Welcome to This Month in Digital Money, the monthly news digest on stablecoins and CBDC-related topics. Hello and welcome to This Month in Digital Money by the Digital Euro podcast. My name is Sarah Palerovich and I'm joined by my colleague Conrad Kraft. Together, we will give you an overview of the most important pieces of news from the month of January 2023 in the digital money space. On January 23rd, Fabio Panetta, as a member of the executive board of the ECB, gave an opening speech at the Committee on Economic and Monetary Affairs of the European Parliament. In a speech, he intends to give an update about the current status of the digital euro. He explains that the ECB is still in the investigation phase and that it will decide in Q3 2023 whether to move to the realization phase with the digital euro project. This decision to actually issue a digital euro can only be made after the European Parliament and the Council of the EU have adopted a corresponding legislative proposal. The draft of this proposal by the European Commission can be expected in Q2 2023. In a speech, Panetta emphasizes a couple of main features of the digital euro, some of which are new, some of which aren't. The first one he mentions is that the digital euro is to be seen as an additional way to pay with public money. He also stresses that the basic services, so for example, payments and digital euros to peers should be free of charge for the users. Further, he stresses that supervised intermediaries, for example, banks and supervised non-banks can develop additional products and services based on the digital euro, such as conditional payments, for example. Further, he mentioned that the ECB will not have access to personal data, which will be very interesting to pan out since the report wasn't quite as clear on whether this will be the case, since it mentioned that the ECB will have more insights into commercial bank Uh, accounts than just the mere balance of a commercial bank. Panetta also mentioned that the digital euro will have online as well as offline functions. No surprise there. This was already disclosed previously. And he also mentions that currently there are two options for the practical use of a digital euro under discussion, which are the following. The first one is to have supervised intermediaries that could integrate the digital euro into their own platforms or alternatively um, that the euro system is considering a new app for the digital euro with only basic payment functions. The questions that were asked by the members of the European Parliament essentially revolved around familiar topics. For example, the added value of the digital euro was questioned as well as the technologies used, as well as the impact on financial stability. Another point that stood out was repeated criticism of the ECB due to the inclusion of the U.S. group Amazon for the pilot project on e-commerce payments. China's central bank digital currency, the ECNY, has struggled to gain wider adoption due to the lack of incentives for consumers to use it. Reports say that the ECNY app has yet to see widespread adoption as its use case is too similar to a regular bank account which does not offer users many benefits or convenience. Despite the People's Bank of China offering free giveaways of the digital yuan, once such incentives slowed, many users stopped using the digital currency. Some experts have suggested that the ECNY wallets need to be integrated with WeChat Pay and Alipay to boost adoption. However, recent crackdowns in China's tech giants may complicate this integration. Also this month, the BIS, 
released a report entitled Addressing the Risks in Crypto, Laying Out the Options. The background of this report goes back to the FTX meltdown and the debate that was ignited around the appropriate policy response, especially from regulators when it comes to crypto risks. The report suggests three different measures to deal with risks in crypto, the first one of which being banning specific crypto activities, second one being isolating crypto from traditional finance and the quote-unquote real economy, which is referred to as the contain solution, and thirdly, to regulate the sector in a manner that is like traditional finance, which would be the regulate solution. The report also suggests to build an alternative and places a lot of emphasis on central banks and public authorities that could also work to make TradFi more attractive. The report sees CBDCs as a key option to sound innovation in this regard. And now turning to Africa. East African nations are working towards a single currency and exploring the possibility of a regional central bank digital currency. The East African Community, or EAC, which is a regional intergovernmental organization of seven partner states, comprising Burundi, the Democratic Republic of Congo, Kenya, Rwanda, South Sudan, Tanzania, and Uganda, is studying the feasibility of a regional CBDC to replace the East African payment system. Members of the EAC, including Kenya and Uganda, have already expressed interest in a CBDC with cross-border remittance as a key target. The EAC Secretary-General Peter Matuki recently stated that the East African Monetary Institute will be in a place this year to harmonize member states' fiscal and monetary policies, and the goal is to have a common currency in place in the next three years. This news follows the recent discussion in the Eurogroup on the potential legal tender status of a digital euro. As the world moves towards digital currencies, the East African community is at the forefront of this technological innovation in the region. Be sure to tune in next time and join us in, in the, the quest, quest to shape, shape the future, future of digital, digital money. money.